Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast. I'm so, so excited of Western Author Spotlight Podcast and the Neil Haley Show, and I'm excited to welcome the host of the Western Author Spotlight Podcast, Frank Fiore. Frank, what is our saying we always say before we start this podcast? What's the tagline? Saddle up. All right, it's time to saddle up with Frank Fiore. Frank, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest today. Yes, I've known Nick for, gosh, many years. And uh, he is quite a, quite an individual. He's very quite uh, entrepreneurial, and we're going to talk to him about uh, his company, and in particular, but also westerns. And uh, if anyone should know anything about what's going on in the western genre, it's going to be Nick. Nick, we appreciate you stopping by. Oh, it's my pleasure, Neil. I'm always happy to take a take a time to come on these shows and meet. And of course, I'm very fond of Frank. Frank and I, as he says, have worked for years, and it's always been a joyous relationship. And you know, he calls me entrepreneurial, but he's more entrepreneurial than I am. I always <laughs> borrowed ideas from him. Well, then I we did we only know uh, Frank in a certain way, Nick. You'll have to tell us those stories some other time. But good, Frank. Your first question for Nick. Well, first of all, just a little background. Uh, I, I don't remember how we got put together. Do you remember that? I do. I do. A guy called Cliff Popke, who was an author, called me up and he says, I've met this great author called Frank Fiore, who needs help with publicity. I was working in publicity about then. And I said, well, boy, you know, introduce us. So he introduced us and you and I had a call, Frank, and uh, so we ended up working together. I think we just hit it off from the beginning. Do you remember that? Right, you were you were going to be marketing. You were marketing some of my uh, fiction books at the time. That's and, all right. Uh, <clears throat> I was getting a little bit frustrated trying to hit, reach the market, and I, then I said, "You know, Nick, is there any genre like romance novels where the readers just gobble up anything because it's a romance novel? Is there any kind of <clears throat> genre like that?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, Westerns. So I said, Westerns? He goes, yeah, you put a horse on the cover of a stagecoach, a gunfighter or something, and these these um, readers, they just gobble it up, you know, they buy the book. So I said, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm from Brooklyn. What do I know about Westerns? And he said, you're a writer, aren't you? Yeah, well, right. And so he sends me a, a uh, an outline of a book. And I said, hey, write it. So I write the book. It turns out that that, that is the gunfight at, Brock, at Black Ridge. And uh, we write that, and he, he markets it, and promotes it, and becomes a bestseller in, in England. <laughs> it's, it's wow. It too, very quickly, too. It took off very quickly. I That's yeah, fantastic. Because you're a fresh name with a fresh idea on the market. The Western readers gravitated to it. Yeah, right. No, right. no doubt. So, Nick, what made you understand that Westerns are really going to be popular? Do you think it's, it's happened? Why in, I guess, across the pond is it so popular even though in the u.s we really had a big push because of certain shows on tv and stuff lately well actually the majority of our sales have come from the united states australia canada england still uh although it's a growing segment and it's a segment we're looking to grow even further through television advertising etc etc because there's a lot of uh western television still in england uh america's still the world leader when it comes to westerns and and still a huge part of the market um the only the, the, the way i got into westerns was i was i was hired by a western author and he said to me i know you've had very a lot of success with thrillers and such he says uh, can you work on my western i said no 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 westerns don't sell i said i'm not working on westerns i said that's crazy i'm working on thrillers i've got a backlog of authors i don't need to work on a western he says look if i hire you and you work on it he says and i lose my money i lose my money i'm retired i don't care 
uh, I already made my money. I want you to work on my Western. So I worked on the Western. The thing went to number one. And he was, it was it was a huge seller. And that's when we figured out that the Western market was so big. Well, he came back to me and he says, uh, I've got a bunch of friends who are Western authors and they're making sense every month. Would you Would you like to work with them? So all of a sudden, I was the guy in the Western business, I suppose. And there's only a few Western publishers and none of them were particularly powerful in our business. So the authors came to me one day and they said, look, you know, we want to be legitimate. We want to have a publishing company. Would you run the company? We'll we'll sign to the company. We want you to run it. And I uh, assumed the role I assumed. Uh, it was purely by fluke, though, that I got into it. But, and, and finding that Western soul, it was all completely by fluke. Well, yeah, that's what happened to me. <clears throat> Probably by fluke. I mean, meeting you, I would have never thought of writing Westerns. <laughs> but you developed the market. Quite well. I mean, now, well, how many authors do you have under uh, under uh, uh, Dusty Saddle at this point? Dusty Saddle has about two hundred and thirty authors on the contract. Um, yes, we developed it really well. We added rules to the business. We added uh, rules and standards. So we came up with a formula that sold. We put our authors to work to the formula, which meant that we were turning out success after success. Um, we had a cover standard. Uh, we came up, we were the first Western publisher to have in-house editors, to have in-house cover design, to have individual art for each book. Um, we came up, we, we basically standardized the business in a lot of ways, and we took it from being a niche market to the point now where we're looking at movies and even theater uh, productions with with the Western theme. So we really had, but we had a great blank canvas to work from. The Western had been neglected from the 1980s. Um, a lot of the Western authors weren't the big ones from that time were still around, but weren't on the contract yet. They could still write good stories, had huge back catalogs of stories. <clears throat> we managed to retool a lot of science fiction authors and um, thriller authors who weren't finding success to, to put them into the Western business. They found it very easy to follow our formula. So we managed to turn out a lot of books and, and put a lot of good product in front of readers very quickly and used a lot of our uh, in-house marketing to, to to really pull the, the, the business together. Um, the Western business, the readers were still there. It's just nobody was servicing those readers. And that's really uh, that was the key to our business. What do you, wow. what do you, what is the hottest uh, idea or concept in Westerns today? Well, in my business, it's always said that whatever I choose it to be, but that's not, the tr <laughs> not, that's not the case at all. The actual truth of the matter is that mounted men and frontier stories sell really well for us, man against the elements. And that's determined by the readership. The readership, I think, um, has turned away from a lot of the the modern world in the sense of all of the noise and the bluster and the news. And they really do want to be at one with themselves. So they read the books that that, that, that allow them that release. Uh, Mountain men are still accounting for, what, 30, 35% of our business two years later, two years after the initial boom. Wow. And and I think, Nick, what it's happening is that the, I'm telling you because of the shows that really got popular in westerns of new the new genre and movies and television that's really helped boom in the u.s to make it a very popular even though years before the old stuff still sold and there was still a group of niche market people that want to read it but now it's becoming more and more mainstream would you agree nick more and more people want to learn about westerns and about westerns compared to just a niche market 
Well, I remember sitting in a marketing meeting with a series with a with a publicity team, and they said to me, "You'll never reach the youth market." In, in my business, they're obsessed with the youth market, the youth market, the youth market. That's all I ever hear. It's all I ever comes over used to come over my desk all the time is the youth market. You need to do comic westerns. You need to do graphic novel westerns. You need to do uh, more sexualized westerns, and you'll get the youth market. And I said, "Well, you know what." uh we're not into that 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 upsets our a base uh we're not going to do that and what we found was exactly as you said through television shows and and certain movers that came out bass reeves of course is the big one at the moment uh we did start to pick up a youth audience automatically a youth and younger audience automatically without going to the extremes that a lot of the big marketing companies were telling us we had to do and I think that what goes around comes around. Westerns have a high value. People are interested in history. A few years ago, it was Mad Men that was the big thing. Everybody wanted to work in a 1960s office environment. Um, and now, of course, it's moving to that, moving back to the Westerns. I think that the more quality television shows we have, uh, the better it'll get for us. The more movers we have, the better it'll get for us. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really very true that we are getting that youth audience in, as you suggested. Well, you mentioned the mountain man uh, genre in westerns, uh, the most popular. But do you see any breaking, uh, new new breaking ideas coming through on the western, uh, taking the western and twisting it around to make it a little bit different? Do you see any of that coming? I think that uh, there's a there's a couple of things. The very traditional ranching saga is coming back in in a big way, and we can blame a television show for that. Uh, ranching sagas are going to come in in a big way, and I also think that there are um, a series of science fiction westerns that are coming out, uh, more more credible than perhaps have been done before, uh, that will probably be quite interesting for the readership, and I'll show in some promise. Yes, science fiction westerns. You know, for instance, I was I had a plot sent to me a few days ago for a, an alien invasion in the West. Oh, or, you know, I have an idea, like Nick. A- that's the, probably one of the hottest in the United States right now, and that's the Christian market. Uh, Christian with the push of pure flicks and how growth uh, Christian films are doing in the theaters. If a Christian author wrote a Western, that would really do well with sales, in my opinion. So that's my idea to throw at you, Nick, for a I central. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, the Christian market, that is, that is a huge base for us. And I agree with you completely there. I, I agree with you completely. I well, mean, then- the sellouts, these movies and stuff, Nick, is unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, oh, like absolutely. where they're putting they're putting the, the 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 chosen on in theaters, and they're selling out a t- a TV show that's free when they go to the theater. So there's really a big movement. So that I, I don't know if you have any Christian authors like that, but that's definitely one that will also equate to moving into movies and television, which it looks like you're trying to do, Nick, is taking their movies and put them into something else, which is fantastic to scale what you're doing there's two sides of this as well there's the side of it you're right which is the christian side which is which is a booming market i agree with you it's a boom market on the other side there's the avant-garde western market as well uh the more artistic side uh we're seeing a lot of authors from places like new york and chicago artistic authors in fact on my recent visit to the united states i was at a writing commune uh where they had uh, 20 authors who were writing together to work on books and these were not guys you would consider to be the average Western author. It used to be that the Western author was an older gentleman or an older lady. Um, these were this was a writing commune. These people were were writing 
traditional westerns with a twist poetry and all kinds of stuff very harry krishna and uh it was a very interesting thing to see they see value in in the avant-garde side they can make poetry or whatever they want to do with the western and on the other side you have the heavy christian side of things as well of course uh, and i i meet with those those that side regularly too and that's a very interesting side so i think there's a there's almost a bloom across the across the board with westerns i think that it, i think that a lot of it came from the fact that the western for a long time our genre was run by much older men who would not allow it to bloom in different directions um and when you start bringing in younger people working in the business all kinds of avenues open up Fantastic. Well, the Christian, the Christian uh, values, the Christian theme, f- plays well into westerns. I mean, you know, it, it, Western values, the, the back back when in the West, individuality, uh, the good, the good versus evil. So, I think there's a there's a commonality there between the Christian values and the uh, and the Western. Oh, absolutely, there is. There's a heavy Christian uh, Bible theme throughout a lot of westerns, and I think that that is, uh, and also, you know, the morality of good versus evil um runs all the way through i mean you can trace most most western stories to a bible story absolutely um you can you can you can trace uh you can trace that very clearly so i agree with you the christian side is is a very it's a big market and i think that that and i also think that uh it will only keep growing what's exciting is that frank creating this podcast is probably the only western themed podcast to interview western authors and nick you're going to be highlighting all of your authors being a guest on this podcast and i know you're excited about that by you kicking it off and then having your authors on oh absolutely we'll look forward to doing that i mean our authors are always interested in interviews and publicity and they'll find this very exciting uh once this is available we'll send the links to them and give them the opportunities and and uh, they'll i'm sure they'll jump at it our authors are always very excited about the emerging possibilities with with uh, technology. So podcasts and and video interviews and such fascinate them. I would that's the other thing about the people don't understand about the Western business is that our authors are some of the most excited about technological advances. Um, they they don't fear any kind of change. They just want to be part of it. You talk right. about- you talked about the formats now change. You went from the the publishing industry went from hardcover to softcover, and now you're saying the audio books are the ones that are selling better than all of them. Are they the other oh, audio books are extremely powerful in, in our market. I mean, we have uh, more audio books in production than anything else right now. The Kindle book comes second, of course. The Kindle has overtaken the paperback. Most of our readers prefer their books over Kindle, uh, prefer their books on Kindle, sorry. And of course, paperbacks and hardbacks trail as they always have. They always have a market segment, but nothing like the listening or the e-reading experience. The audio book is the next big thing. It really is. I when think it comes- so. Nick, how do you choose, uh, how do you choose your, your uh, vocals for the uh, audio book? I have to sit through and listen to a lot of recordings and try and find voices that I think people will remember. And then uh, they go through a committee at the company and the committee uh, makes recommendations. So uh, we'll pick maybe 20 voices and then they'll go through a committee. A lot of D- DSP is, is very successful because of our use of committees. We, we recognize that majority of our authors are very talented in their own writing business. So why not put them to work? Are they, um, uh, when you do an audio book, is it just one voice or do or do you try and get different characters to play the, to play the roles? Oh, a mixture. We've we've used uh, char- we've used casts before. 
um, casts have worked very well. We have the moment we have the first Western soap opera in production, um, which is a a series that's been put together by a series of best-selling authors, and that of course will need a cast for the audio production right. because it's because it's a it's a cast it's a soap opera cast. So that's a big thing that we're working on. Um, the normally we found from readers for one novel for a series they prefer to have one voice reading through the whole thing so it doesn't get distracting but for something like the soap opera project you know it has to be multiple voices all right so you know what absolutely it's fantastic uh frank do you have any other questions for nick because we're close to running out of time know that uh that i hope our listeners understand that uh nick's publishing company is really on the cutting edge and if you are a western author you should definitely uh look into uh uh, the Dusty Saddle Publishing because they are the future, the cutting edge. Oh, fantastic. Nick, I appreciate it. Best place we can find information on Dusty Saddle. Where can we go? Oh, you can go to dspublishingnetwork.com and learn all about us. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you. All right. Thanks again, Nick. We appreciate it. All thanks, right. Uh, that was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Western's Author Spot.